welcome to another episode of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris, your one-stop shop for actionable social media advice that actually makes sense. That's right, all results, no BS. Let's get started. I am stupid excited about today's episode because this is something we've kind of talked around for the last few months as we've talked about the importance of having a strategy and a plan and um, bringing in help and things like that. Today, I want to talk about what that process kind of looks like because when you haven't been through it yet, it can feel a bit daunting. It can feel kind of super overwhelming. Uh, And so I want to break down some sort of big chunks some abstract pieces and dig into them a little bit. Now, I will say before we get too far down the road, this can be 100% unique depending on kind of your needs and who you're hiring in that process. Uh, I just did an interview that's actually going to air in the second week of January of 2019 uh, with my friend and client Tara Newman and we talked about the process she and I went through um, and working together. And it's actually a conversation she and I had over on her podcast, uh, which I'll link to in the show notes. Uh, but if you haven't listened to the Bold Leadership Revolution, uh, our team produces it for her. She's fantastic. It's a great show. Check it out. But we we worked through a lot of different phases and kind of met her where she was and fit her needs as we went down the road versus having this sort of whole show, you know, handoff thing being the only option and that you had to start with that. Cause not everybody's ready for that at every phase. Um, I certainly know in hiring and other ways, there are things that I'm still like, whoa, yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't. That's not where I'm at right now. I need something that is more bite-sized maybe than that. I need a smaller bite. That's not quite something I can chew just yet. Uh, And so as I'm talking through this, realize that some of these things may be a bit different depending on how or who or what you're hiring. But there's going to be some themes that work in this process no matter what. There are going to be some pieces that are just kind of the way it is, okay? And so let's dig into that. The first one, and this is going to be sort of one of those universal things, the process has to start with finding out what you want and then finding someone who does that. Now, that sounded super abstract, and it's kind of... Just where everybody has to start is a bit abstract. If you don't yet know how you want help or what you need, spend some time with that. Figure that piece out. And I will say that sometimes figuring that out comes from hiring the wrong person. Hopefully it can come from just having the wrong sales conversations (laughs) because I've found that to happen with clients where we're talking through something and they're like, yeah, we want to outsource our, all of our marketing. Great. Here's what that looks like. Here's what the process is. Here's what we need to have in place in your business for that to work. And they're like, oh, wait, we don't have that. Or, oh, yeah, no, that we don't have a budget for that. It's like, okay, then really maybe where you're at is this. And it's like, whoa, yeah, that would be perfect. Can we do that? We do that and we get them to a place where they can go, okay, we want to hand everything off to you. Uh, again, that's a conversation I had with, uh, Tara Newman on her podcast. There's a link in the show notes, but 
figuring out kind of where you're at and what you need right now. So do you need a strategy that you and your VA or just you can implement? Do you need somebody who you can talk to once a month to kind of help guide you as you're figuring out some pieces, keep you accountable for implementing some things? Do you need a training site where you can just figure out how to do things or, you know, put your VA in it and she'll figure out how to do things? Or do you need to contract someone to just do this work? Figuring out that component is critical because then you can start having actual conversations with those types of people. You can start having conversations with those kinds of service providers so that you know you're getting the information you need. One of the things to consider when you're doing this, when you're working through this, is how you best work. If you're somebody who needs somebody to help you keep your butt in the chair, if you're somebody who uh, does not work through coursework particularly well, joining something like a course or a program is probably, or even a even like a backstage, like a membership site, is probably not going to get you where you need to go. Now we're talking expense, not investment. That's a problem, right? Then maybe it's looking at, okay, I can't hand this off all the way right now. I'm not, I don't have the pieces in place for that. Whether that's budget, whether that's systems, maybe that's um, a solid understanding of your ideal client or how, what you offer. You need some flexibility that can only really come with DIYing it. And that, there's nothing wrong with that. Let me just emphatically say that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that if that's where you're at. Everybody's there for some season of their business. And occasionally it's it, it's, it swings back around because you, you bob and you weave and you ebb and you flow and you cliche and you cliche. But that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But what it, we need to do is be really clear about that. Have an understanding of that's where I'm at right now. Great. Then maybe it's I need to meet with somebody monthly to keep my butt in the chair and help me move through testing these things, tweaking these things, showing up, doing this work consistently. Maybe it's I have an amazing VA in place who can really rock this stuff out if I give her ownership of it. We just need a plan in place so that she can take ownership of it. Great. Talk to a strategist. Have them build you a plan. Have me build you a plan. You know, whatever. Uh, and, and do that. Or if it's a monthly calls, find a coach who has a specialty in marketing. I will say when you're looking at coaches... Make sure whoever you hire has an understanding of the difference between a business coach and a marketing coach. Quite often, I see business coaches putting on the marketing coach hat, and I see marketing coaches putting on the business coach hat. I am not a business coach, not in any stretch of the imagination. It is not where I thrive. I personally, and this is completely my own thing, I don't feel like I have the expertise and the knowledge to be a business coach. I can tell you what I did and there's 100% value in that. But that's the end of my expertise (laughs) is what I have done. I don't necessarily know that what I have done to build my business over the last seven and a half years is 
the right way, and I know for a fact that it's not the right way for everybody uh, in every industry, um, with every niche, you know, for every client group. It's just what's worked for me. And, and a lot of it has been failing forward. And I do believe that a lot of building a business is failing forward, <laughs> but I don't feel qualified to be a business coach. I am, however, qualified to be a marketing coach. I can do that all day long and twice on Sundays because I do have that knowledge. I have practical knowledge. I have um, research knowledge. I have that information. I can 100% get you where you need to go that way. So make sure when you're looking at coaching options, you're finding somebody who's speaking to your needs. If you need a business coach, get a business coach. If you need a marketing coach, get a marketing coach. They're not interchangeable. I will now put the soapbox away and we will return to our point. So figuring out where you are right now and finding the person that fills that role. And don't be afraid to have a ton of conversations. Part of these conversations, though, needs to be your budget. If you don't have a marketing budget in your business, it's not yet time to hire a marketing department. It's not yet time to hire an agency. It's not yet time to outsource any of it if you don't know how much you can afford to spend on it, how much you are willing to invest, and for how long you can invest in that without an ROI. Because here's the real thing that nobody wants to tell you. Very, very, very rarely do we have clients who hire us and get their money back in 30 days. Now, I've had it happen. Um, in mo the most common ways this happens usually is we end up streamlining other parts of their business and or tools um, and or removing something that was an expense and not an investment that they have previously put in place in their marketing or in a lot of cases, unfortunately, someone who was in the role who did not do a very good job put in place in their business and they left there. Um, so streamlining is usually the, the fastest way to an ROI in those first 30 days. Outside of that, you're usually looking at 90 days to 180 days, so three to six months before you start seeing an ROI on that investment. So make sure that you understand that for the first three to six months, you are very likely going to be paying someone for results you're going to see later. Another great way to upfront that is to work with somebody who can help you put together something really cool upfront. Um, we did this with a client where we, we came in and we actually ended up, one of our first big things was a launch, uh, which again, helps supercharge the upfront ROI. But unless you know what those numbers are for you, it's going to be really hard to have those conversations with any kind of real results and real comfort in what's next, okay? So figure that, figure that piece out because it's going to be really important. So let's, let's sort of jump into the next piece. You have found someone, they're magical, unicorn-like people, maybe they're me, and you're, you're ready for what's next. How do you onboard them into your team? 
Again, it's going to depend. For example, a coach you're not going to onboard into your team. So now we're really talking about you hired a social media manager, a content writer, um, somebody who's helping you with funnels, maybe a, a full digital marketing agency or freelancer. It's going to depend here on whether you hire more like a freelancer or a contractor or an agency. Either way, though, there'll be some consistency in the fact that they're also onboarding you as a client, so they should be walking you through this onboarding process. The thing I find our clients who are most successful have in place is an understanding of what they need to do to be onboarded um, and to onboard them into their team before they hire. So figuring out your password management system is critical. I, (laughs) we've really gotten to a point now where we, if you don't have a password manager in place, like a last pass or one password or whatever it is, you're going to have a really hard time making it through the strategy phase with us and into management. Either we will make you implement one in the sense that we'll be like, okay, so here's where we store passwords. (laughs) This is what we'll need to use. Um, But yeah, emailing me is no, it's not, (laughs) it's, it's not secure. Uh, and it, it it is a symptom of a larger organizational problem. Uh, so get that in place. Make sure that you can simply email through LastPass or whatever. Again, I love LastPass, but 1Password was great. RoboForm is another one. Uh, my friend Brandy Lawson at Fiery Effects recommended to me a long time ago. I think she still uses it. Um, I love LastPass. It's, it was I tried a several of them and it was the first one that I could use consistently and really, really love. But it's a critical part of handing off your social stuff for sure. Um, make sure you've got that in place. Make sure if you currently have any kind of team meeting, you talk to whoever it is you're bringing onto the team and say, hey, we've got a team meeting Monday mornings at 9 a.m. We'd love, uh, you know, I want you to be a part of those calls. Maybe it's not every call they need to be on. Maybe it's once a month. We have a couple of clients who that's what we do. Uh, We actually sort of just attend their in-house team meeting on the first Monday of the month or the first Tuesday of the month or whatever it is. Um, We also have clients who have moved their team meetings based on like, okay, well, I do client calls on Tuesday, so this is when it would need to happen. And so they have a standing client call with us on on Tuesdays because that's when we do client calls. Um, So figuring out what that piece is for you as far as meeting your needs, that's going to be a part of you you being ready to onboard them. And then realizing again that they are also onboarding you. So there's steps that you're going to need to go through up front that you won't have to go through every month, but take a little more of your attention in those first 30 days. Sending passwords, reviewing copy a little more heavily because you're, you're checking for tone and voice. Remember, they're just learning kind of your vibe. Um, making sure that you are over communicating during those onboarding days is the most important takeaway. Over-communication is not a bad thing, especially up front. Now, you'll find that your communication may ebb and flow based on kind of where you're at, but making sure that those pieces are being communicated from day one that need to be communicated will help make the long-term relationship a whole lot easier, okay? So that's sort of the the rough and dirty of, of onboarding. From there, 
what if it's not a fit? What if you go through onboarding and you're like, this is horrible. It's just personality wise, not a fit. This is where, again, I really recommend over communicating. First, realize that if it's not a fit, it's not anyone's fault. No one has done anything wrong. Neither of you are terrible people. It's just not the right fit. That's why there are so many people who do what I do for a living. Because not everyone who needs what I do is a fit to work with me. Doesn't make me good. Doesn't make them good. Doesn't make me bad. Doesn't make them bad. It just is the way it is. I have a lot, a lot of experience where we've brought in a client and I'm so excited to work with them and they're fantastic people. But we don't work in the same way. They work at a, what I call a panic pace, meaning they are people who get an idea and have to run with it right then and then are struggling to keep up with the things they've already promised or committed to their audience. They are somebody who is, you know, doing the podcast for Tuesday, Monday night. I have 100% been there. We're in a season right now, full transparency, where I'm doing these podcasts a little closer to the delivery date than I would like. Now that's changing because we're, we're getting back into our, our habits of batching and things like that. But we're coming out of a season where that was not terribly uncommon where I was doing Tuesday's podcast Monday night because, or Monday afternoon, because that's, it's where I got, where I was sort of in my business and really in my life. But there are people who just best create and deliver in that way. It's how they prefer to operate. They, they don't love batching. They don't love being too far ahead. They need to feel inspired or whatever great. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But it makes it really, 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 really hard to work with my team when that's the way you operate. Because my team operates in, we like, a four-month, a four-week, rather, a four-month, a four-week advanced pace. Meaning, I'm currently recording episodes you're going to hear in January. I'm currently recording episodes you're going to hear in December because it's November right now. So figure out how you best work and then over communicate that. And if you're not finding that you two work in the, or you, you and that team don't work in the same fashion, then it's okay that it's not a fit. Say, all right, this isn't a fit. Here's what I need to move forward. Either we adjust to this or I need to find someone else. And in most cases, I'm a big believer that in the right relationships, it's great. Let me help. Let's let's figure out how we can get you transitioned to somebody else. Here's some people I can recommend. Here's what we need to hand you off. I always have my clients set up so that they could walk away. If they needed to. We have everything documented. We have everything. We could we could clo- send. Literally we could send our clients a drive folder. And they could put somebody else in place. Not because my clients leave very often. In fact I've got clients we've had for years. Um, 
I have one client who technically started with me when I was a VA. She was one of the first people I offered um, social media only services to. Um, she stayed with me through Hit the Mic Marketing being a social media marketing service. Um, and really it was me doing social media work. Um, and as I moved into doing just consulting and strategy, I kept her because I loved her. And now she's been sort of folded in under our agency clientele. So I've been working with her for like six years. I've been in business seven. It works really well and it's never changed. But if she needed to go somewhere tomorrow, I could send her a drive folder and she could. I want that to really sit with you because I think it is a great demonstration of why when it's, n when it's not a fit, it's not a fit and that's not a big deal. And a good company, a good agency, a good service provider is equipped to give you whatever you need, even if what you need is to walk away. So look at that as you're going through this. Where is our out? If you have to commit to a year and there's a heavy penalty for leaving early, talk to them. Now, we do sign one-year contracts. We say in our contract that we require a six-month commitment. But we also say you only have to give us 30 days notice to cancel. I say this because if it's not a good fit, I'm not going to tie you to me for a year because I'm guessing if it's not a good fit, I'm not enjoying it either. It's that simple. And so look at where you need to make sure you know what happens if it's not a good fit. And if they're unwilling to have those conversations as you're going through the sales process, that's a red flag, in my opinion. All right? All right, let's shift through a couple of things as we wrap this up that I want to make sure you remember. Number one, that communication is so critical. Over communication is key. It's so, so, so critical. Number two, personality matters. You have to, have to, have to be working with people who you vibe with personality-wise. Now, I'm not saying you need to work with only people who you could potentially be best friends with because that's not always valuable either, but you do have to have complementary work styles, okay? And the third thing that I want to make sure you, you get from this conversation is that your needs will change and that's okay too. If they change to a point in which you need a different service provider, make that move. But also realizing that when you work with the service provider who can work with you in a lot of different ways, you can move through that relationship with that same person. It's one of the reasons that we have the Stacey Harris, which has Hit the Mic Backstage and the Backstage Amplifier Mastermind. And we also have Uncommonly More that has VIP days and done for you strategy services and done for you marketing services. Because you can absolutely work, start with backstage, upgrade to BAM, upgrade to a VIP day, get a 90-day strategy, have me build you a, or my team build you a 12-month marketing strategy, and then have our team implement it for you. 
you can work through that process. We've had clients who do it. We have clients right now who are doing it. That may be a really great fit for you. In other situations, though, you may find that you buy a marketing course and then you hire somebody else who's a coach and then you hire somebody else who's a strategist and then you hire other people who you sort of build the pieces of your marketing team out within your own team. Your needs will change. That's why personality and communication are critical. Because your needs will 100% evolve as your business grows. Okay? All right. So that's kind of the process of hiring your marketing team. You'll see that I'm not talking about working with your marketing team here. That's going to be a whole other kit and caboodle. What we're talking about right now is the process of finding and onboarding and then pulling that, that sort of emergency break if you need to. Okay, if you have any questions, head on over to Instagram, send me a DM, leave me a comment on a photo, whatever it is, that's really where I'm having the most fun having conversations right now. Uh, You can also drop us a message over on the Facebook page, but reach out if you have questions, I'm happy to talk to you about this. Uh, Because here's the deal. I know this stuff because I'm in it all day. No one else is supposed to know it. Okay. You got you to gotta get your resources together to figure this stuff out. All right. That's it for me today. If you have, Again, if you have questions, let me know. I'm super, super excited as we roll into the end of this year to be booking clients for 2019. I know. It's crazy. Uh, in fact, I'm going to be in, in New York City in February, the 6th through the 11th. I have one spot open for a VIP day with me. Uh, And then I'm currently thinking about doing a little bit of a live event. Maybe get 10 people in a room. We'll do a strategy together. um, Workshop style, kind of like the events I'm doing here in Southern California. But we'll do it in New York. If you're interested in that, let me know. And I'll I'll finalize sort of like, am I going to do this? Uh, But I definitely have a VIP day open uh, in New York. I have a couple of other spots left for Q1 for VIP days. Um... And my strategy calendar opens up in February. So if you want to start 2019 off by getting your marketing house in order, let's have a conversation now and get you on the calendar. The cool thing about that is by booking now, it gives you the option to break up the investment into a couple of payments. So thinking ahead a little bit can kind of soften the blow. Also, what's cool is you can get this investment on this year's taxes, on this year's budget, and take advantage of it next year when you, maybe you have a little more time. Not a big deal, all right? Drop, drop by thestacyharris.com to see all of those things um, until the Uncommonly More site launches in January, or in Q1. We're going to say in Q1 of 2019. Uh, I will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being part of this community. And I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Want to keep the show going? Join us backstage. Join us at hitthemikebackstage.com right now for just $1 and get access to everything you need to know to make your social media rock.